0: When you actually let go and you let the energy of the universe source, whatever, flow through you, what you actually produce from that intention, it goes beyond, almost always goes beyond what you could have expected. And it usually, if not always, is better.
1: Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast, I'm your host Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, think for ourselves, and realize our limitless nature. We will explore talks on meditation, creativity, wellness, spirituality, and storytelling. You're in for a treat because we're peeling back the layers and diving deep. I'll be having diverse voices from all different creative backgrounds and points of view on to discuss what makes their soul limitless. Plug in and tune out the outside world as we go on this journey together. Hello, welcome back to the Limitless Soul Podcast. It's Kelly Mason here. So happy you found this little corner of the world if you're new. And welcome back to all of the amazing, beautiful, gorgeous, lovely people who tune in and hang out with me and my guests every week, getting into some shenanigans, (laughs) always, you know. Um, I do have on guests, uh, plural today, not just one, but two incredible, light-working women who I definitely admire. Their business sense, humble nature, and commitment to evolving and showing up how they really are, Um, all facets of it. I I adore how they share their journeys personally and together um, and really create something that is helping a lot of people. Yeah, like a lot of people. Um, Because one thing that I know we look for um, when we decide to go on the spiritual path and, you know, what does that mean? (laughs) Um, For me, I would define that as a willingness to show up and look at your whole self and commit to... Following a path as you become aware, the higher road, following the higher road, choosing the right thing, the inherently right thing, right? Not like this is good, that's bad. It's like the inherently right thing, which is love. And when we're on that path, it can be very lonely because it's, it's a path that um, not everyone's prepared for especially in families and friend circles, you know, you start changing and poof, like people start disappearing, dropping like flies, or you have to start choosing um, where you pour your energy. And sometimes that means um, moving away from interactions or experiences Circles, etc., etc., so it can be very lonely, and yet the greatest gift that we can give ourselves in this lifetime is to commit to the path of the highest truth, of the highest love, of the highest light, especially in the moments when it's easier to react, it's easier to stay in the programming, even if it's painful and we don't like it, and we are aware that it's dragging us down and it's a heaviness on our shoulders. Sometimes it's easier to choose that path, although riddled with discomfort, because it's what we know. And a very inherent human need that we have is security, safety, and certainty. So when when there's unknown, because that's all along the spiritual path is trusting in the unknown, trusting in the mystery, without having to have anything proven to you. It's a blind trust, it's a leap of faith. And one of the greatest things that's come out of doing this podcast for 119 episodes is getting to meet some incredible people doing brilliant work in all different facets of creative outlets. And I'm so thrilled that I got to sit down with Tara Schulenberg and Britt DeAnda from Elevate the Globe because these ladies are truly doing the work of selfless service. And they're also living a life that is so aligned with them individually as partners in a business. And I think it's really important at this time to remember that we can be this and that, and that showing up and doing really beautiful healing work for the masses requires you to also have a life that is healthy and sustainable and that your, your needs are met too. Yeah, that's really, really important because how can you teach wellness and connection to source and moving through energetic blockages if you're not doing it yourself, right? Like a lot of people that I work with are creatives and entrepreneurs and people who are of service and are creating a business that's sustaining for their their lives and also helping other people. And if I personally can't be in a place of abundance, and know that everything can be readily available at my fingertips if I can surrender and let go of control and let go of trying to power trip things or manipulate things in my favor because my ego wants it to be faster, how could I possibly teach someone else to do that? And what's so cool about this conversation is they have just released their first book called Good Morning Intentions, and it's all about different rituals that you can use in your life to turn on some activations, turn on and connect back with yourself. They created this book to help people break through habits that aren't serving them and replace them with habits that are helpful and useful and beneficial. Tara and Britt are both kundalini yoga teachers, so they have infused a lot of the kriyas and different practices throughout that lineage into their work um, so that you can easily access all of the different benefits of kundalini yoga for specific topics like anxiety or worry or fear, overwhelm, calling in abundance, asking for prosperity, things like this. We also talked about the mirror archetype. I drew some cards for us, and Britt, Tara, and myself all interpreted what we got out of the mirror archetype. So you'll have to tune in and hear what each of us had to say because it's all kind of a little bit different. Um, We also talked about how structure leads to freedom and being a spiritual person and creating business outlets so that we can express ourselves and help people with our gifts that sometimes we need to have more structure so that we can actually be fluid and free and connect in a really intuitive way. We talked about setting intentions and letting go of expectations and what happens after you launch something really big, how do you feel, how do you move through that? So you don't obsess over if people are going to receive it or if it's going to sell or, you know, all of these things that we can start to get, um, a really stuck narrative in our minds. So we talked a little bit about that since they just launched their really big project, which is their book. And then we recorded this, I think at the beginning of Aries season and the the beginning of the astrological new year. So we all set some intentions and, and talked about what our intentions are for the coming Zodiac cycle. So you'll definitely wanna hear all about that towards the end of the episode. I hope you love this as much as I did. It's really fun to talk with some like-minded women and jam out on all things spirituality and business and connection. So enjoy, let me know what you think. Down in the show notes, you can find out how to get the book, Good Morning Intentions. You can also check out some of the new things we have to offer through Limitless Soul down there as well. I'm always here to support you on your path and on your journey. I'm so glad you're on it with me. It makes it a lot less lonely. I hope it does for you too, that we're definitely all in this together. So enjoy this episode with the ladies, Britt and Tara from Elevate the Globe. Welcome Tara and Britt to Limitless Soul. So excited about this. Yay, thank
0: you so much for
1: having us. Yeah. So I, happy to be here. Yes, thank you. I've actually never interviewed two people at once on Zoom, so this is going to be really fun. So why don't you, Britt, why don't you talk for a few minutes, introduce yourself so we can hear your voice and then Tara. Okay.
2: Okay. Perfect. Yeah, so I'm Brit <laughs> and the co-founder of Elevate the Globe. We have the Elevator Podcast and our new book, Good Morning Intentions, out i um, also a kundalini yoga instructor and I'm a mama to two girls that are almost five and almost one this weekend actually and live in Los Angeles and Tara and I have been best friends since we were 12 and have now created Elevate the Globe and are really living out our purpose and sharing it with other people. So that's a... Snapshot in a nutshell.
1: In a nutshell. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Yeah.
0: Um, And I'm Tara. And, you know, I've created all these things with Britt that she just mentioned the podcast, the book. And we host retreats. We have multiple courses online. And the past almost five years, we've really been building this up here in LA. And I've kind of moved all across the country, lived in Arizona, and uh, Chicago and San Francisco and LA now. And so I've just also been a world traveler. So I love to, to travel. It's kind of a big, big part of my life. Um, I am a very, very single woman right now uh, calling in my, my partner. I don't have any kids yet. And I do have an adorable dog named Rex. He's so fluffy and cute and we do everything together. So... Um, But yeah, my life has really been about Elevate the Globe right now and it's really satisfying and um, it feels so fun to be able to do this on the planet right now.
1: Yeah, for sure. What Mm -hmm. a time to be alive and to be aware of your purpose and like your role in the whole thing of it. Really cool. I love what y'all are doing. Um, So today I pulled a card for us because... I set the intention because good morning intentions. I was like, let's center this conversation about being intentional and intuitive living because, you know, during this last year, we've all experienced, it can be really hard to turn our attention inward, listen to ourselves. Like you all have really found your, your way. Like I am in my flow. Every time I see your faces on your Instagram and all of these things, it's just like, you can see how connected you are with your role in life, and I just love that so much. So I wanted to center our conversation around that. And so I asked for some guidance, and I don't know if y'all have worked with this. Um, it's so sunny. The yes. archetypes, yeah, the wild no, unknown. I, I think we oh, actually
0: so we, used to, we used that we we actually used it at Joshua Tree. Do you not remember? Oh, this one, there, Yeah, this one. Yeah, I think. It's so oh, beautiful. I've seen that. They look oh, like yeah, diamonds. Oh, the circle ones. Yeah, maybe they're different. I don't know. But... Okay, but they're beautiful.
1: Yeah, yes. Kim Crans
0: has two decks.
1: I think she has a animal deck and then this archetype deck which I love because it okay. gives like a Incredible. tangible like a tangible concept to these unseen archetypes, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. I pulled the mirror for us today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does it is that like doing something for you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> And um, I'll just read this out of the book because the way she writes in here is so good. And this will be really fun to let this lead us into this conversation. So it's all about the reflection, the illusion, right? Opposite and the looking glass. We look into mirrors every day without recognizing them as portals into another realm. They can shatter, flatter, distort, reflect, and project an image back to us that we deem to be true. The energy of the mirror is all about self-perception. When the archetype of the mirror appears for us today in this conversation, we are in the mythic land of Narcissus, who saw himself reflected in a pool and fell in love with his own image. So compelled by his reflection, he could not turn away. A fixation that eventually led to his death. Recognize the power and the danger of the mirror. It is a construct one that may drive a shard between you and your true self. The mirror contains trickster energy. Put the phone down, stop with the comparisons, and let the mirror stand empty for a while. Rest with the one inside. Mm, Whoa. That. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I read. That's a I, good one. I pulled it and I was like, oh my gosh, so awesome. The mirror, when it comes to me, I'm thinking reflection and what you're seeing is a reflection of yourself, you know, and then reading like the the paradox of it is like, it's also kind of dangerous to be so obsessed with what you see because it's an illusion. So I'll just leave that there for us to return (laughs) to. Um, Yeah. What what does that bring up for either one of you? Is there something that is like, oh, I'm really experiencing that? Or there's something that I've been really um, working on in life or overcoming in, in one of those areas?
2: Um, I mean, I like the mirror in one of the sutras of the Aquarian age is, um, is like, know that the other person is you. And mm-hmm. so that was a big part of my awakening is just actually feeling and embodying and fully understanding that concept that like everything in front of you is a reflection of you. Everybody in front of, in front of you is a part of you and a piece of you, whether you're loving something that you're seeing or it's contrast showing you what you really don't like Mm. and opportunities for growth and change and evolution. So, so yeah, I love the mirror and I think loving ourselves and being just deeper and deeper connected to our own reflection is really powerful. So yeah, I think there's so much. What about you, Tara?
0: Yeah, I think it's um something that I try to remember and practice every day that, you know, anytime that I may run to be annoyed with something or in somebody or some behavior or something that and in, instead of, you know, putting the full even even happens in subtle ways, like if I notice something that I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I don't I don't like that energy from somebody or something" mm-hmm. and you know remembering that the reason i don't like it is because it's something inside of myself that is something that i also do and in my own way and mm-hmm. so to honor it and kind of you know look at it like take responsibility for like it's not it's not just them that's doing something like right. you're seeing it because it's part of you and it's something that you you do as well so you know, it's all these opportunities for mirroring back all this healing. And, um, it's in a way sort of what I feel it, what do I want to say? Um, not dissipates it. What's that word? Or it just kind of like, it just transmutes it. You're just like, Oh, okay when I also realize I do it too, okay? Then yeah. you can't really be like mm-hmm. super charged about it. You're like, okay, I got to work on this myself.
1: <laughs> right.
0: You know? It
1: reminds me of um, like, I am rubber, you are glue. Anything you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. Yes, like, exactly. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, boom. <laughs> there it is. Exactly. So you both just launched your first book, Good Morning Intentions. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? And then I have a really important question
0: about it, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm.
0: so I'll, I'll I'll share about it. So, Good Morning Intentions is what it is exactly. Is it's twenty one rituals, and so. There are rituals that are all based in Kundalini yoga specifically. Um, and they are all comprised of there's a structure to it, but they're all comprised of things like mantras, and we tune in and there's warm-ups, there's a meditation, there's visualizations, there's um, there's journal prompts, there's some self-care in there, there's nourishment at the very end and some beautiful messages from me and Brit. So there's a combination of those and they're all very specific little prescriptions, if you will. So if you're having like, the very first ritual in the book is for anxiety and stress. Mm-hmm. So if you're having anxiety and stress, it's it's called the natural Xanax. So, you know, you can, commit to this ritual for, we we recommend 40 days for a number of reasons, but if you commit to 40 days to it, it's like having an experience with a ritual every morning where you're reducing stress and you're spending the time with yourself to work, kind of work it out of your system so that you know, you are coming out on the other side feeling you're just ready for the day and ready to be able to combat what you are going to come in contact with. So there's just, it's all, they're all, they're all really cool. They're all very specific, right? So there's one for your voice, activating your voice. There's one for, um, discovering your destiny and, There's one for confidence. There's one for more masculine energy in your life or more feminine energy in your life. So there's Mm -hmm. so many to choose from. And they really were birthed out of the ether. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I
2: I mean, especially for everyone listening, if we think about it, we all have rituals. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not conscious or you might not say that you're somebody that performs rituals, we all have routines and rituals Mm -hmm. from the littlest way that we do things and the the sequence that we do things in and the perceptions that we have when we're going about our day so so the whole idea behind this was to help people to break through some habits that aren't serving them and help to replace those habits with newer habits to receive a certain result that you're looking for and all of these different things in here are different things that Tara and myself have worked with a lot. I mean, especially now that the book is out, I'm always thinking of new rituals. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could think of like 50 more rituals, (laughs) but these are really things that up until the point of writing the book were things that were really big parts of our journey Mm -hmm. and some of them still are. So they were meditations that really made a huge difference for our lives. And, you know, there's meditations in here that completely changed my life, you know, helped me release addictions and so many other things. So we wanted to put it together in an easy way where we could just give it to somebody and they could just wake up in the morning and be inspired and understand why morning and why first thing and why ritual.
0: Well. Sorry. (laughs) There we go. We'll take that off. Which is something that we share. We share
2: a lot about that in the book. And then we share our stories too Mm -hmm. for inspiration. And our stories are woven throughout the pages and throughout the rituals for inspiration.
1: Yeah, that's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah, if there's any time then now, we need more something to... I don't know what the right word would be like, not latch on to, but commit to. Yes. Right. Like, a lot of people, especially that will ask me questions and stuff, are like, I want to just feel free. I want to feel limitless, right? Limitless soul. It's like, I just want to have those attachments and stuff um, off of me. And so, you think taking away all the structure and taking away all of the dedication and stuff so that anything can happen will create that. In my experience, it's like, creating something to commit to and dedicate to like a ritual helps make you feel that freedom, that liberation. Oh, absolutely.
0: I feel like this is something that Britt likes to talk about too.
2: Yeah. I feel like we always want to work to be balanced and harmonized Mm -hmm. within. So if we're feeling like so flowy and so feminine where we don't want any structure and no, nothing set up for us, then that can be really extreme on one end of the spectrum and one polarity. And we all know that if we're polarized, and if you don't know, (laughs) you can start to feel it and really like grasp it from your own experience. Whenever you get polarized or you're really pulled in one direction, then it's so imbalanced that Mm -hmm. it will have to swing to the other side. And, um, And we really want to work on ourselves to have that balance within so that we're able to experience it without. And so, yeah, I've gone through so many ups and downs of being like really feminine and really flowy and my, you know, core, core goal in life. And this is through, you know, so much healing and, seeing hundreds of healers and hypnotherapists and doing hours and hours of meditation and so many different modalities, my number one thing is freedom. So Mm -hmm. just for anyone listening, (laughs) if that's you, that is above all else, everything in the world, that's my number one thing. And so even being somebody with that, I've realized that the structure and having the ritual, and having the commitment, and having that masculine energy balanced in is actually the only way to experience the freedom that I crave and desire. Um, And it helps you to to actually feel that. So it is kind of this paradox of, well, if I commit to something then I'm boxing myself in, you hear people say a lot, you know, I can't do a label because then I limit myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think it's all about your perception. So if that's true for you, then knowing that about yourself is great. But how can we find that balance of being in this centered place and having both Mm -hmm. so that we can really like have all the pieces of the puzzle that we need to be fully free and continue to evolve. And that's when you get into that fifth dimension energy where there isn't duality. It's just a very balanced, um, grounded place. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And like coming back to that,
2: like intuitive living
1: and setting intentions is how, how does set intentions? I know everyone is going to be really excited to hear your answer on this because I, me too, setting (laughs) intentions and then letting go of expectations. Like, you know, that's, it's hard. It's like being really intentional and being really focused and, you know, doing all these things. You guys are entrepreneurs and teachers and, you know, healers and doing all these things. It's like how to focus all of that energy in an intention and then let go of the expectations, so you can actually
0: let it flourish and grow and connect.
1: What are your thoughts on that?
0: That's an interesting one. <laughs> for sure. You know, it's, there's so much already. I'm like... Such a big part of manifesting. It's such a huge, it's a a big question. Well, and I think it's like when it becomes down to trusting, right? Mm -hmm. And like for, I think for me, setting an intention is just sort of that first step. And then for me, the letting go part is that where the trust comes in with the universe, this is very much just like it, like Britt said, manifesting, right? It's the manifesting process. And when you actually let go and you let the the energy of the universe source, whatever flow through you, what you actually produce from that intention be it goes beyond, almost always goes beyond what you could have expected. And it usually, if not always, is better yeah. when you're doing it that way, you're always it's always going to be a better, bigger situation that that manifests when you're allowing it, the spirit energy to flow through you instead of trying to control every part of the situation, because then you're really cutting off yourself from source energy or cutting yourself off from your own guidance and your inner being. And you're not really in touch, right? You're only in touch with just a small part, the part that you can consciously control. So it becomes down to like a big trust exercise and knowing that if you let go and surrender and let it become bigger than you, than what you could have expected, it's going to be so fun. And then the journey to it becomes more fun because you're like, wow, it's going to be even better than I thought. And it's showing up better than I thought every day. And I'm feeling better and I'm having more fun. And oh my God, this is amazing. I really don't need to control everything. And truly like letting go of control is something that I have been working on for years and I constantly still am letting go more. And the more and more I watch myself get out of the way and trust the keyword is the trust that something bigger and better is going to come in. The more my life expands. And honestly, the more fun I have and the more I like, wow myself and surprise myself with like, what can actually be created.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Clarity Cleaning Supplies, a holistic approach to cleaning your house using all natural ingredients like essential oils and natural and organic compounds. I started using Clarity Clean because being in the Midwest, there's so much plastic still, like single-use plastic plastic baggies, straws, things like this, and I've been really trying hard to do my part in reducing single-use plastic and reducing and reusing and recycling as much as I possibly can, can and Clarity Clean is phenomenal they use all glass bottles and then when I run out of my spray that I mix with hot water it's like a little powder I just order new ones and they come in really cute glass jars that I can reuse and recycle in my house so so many different unique ways all their packaging is really beautiful and they come in These really cool wooden boxes. So, everything that I have ever ordered from them, because I've been ordering for a few months, I can reuse in some way in my house that's actually really helpful. (laughs) And when I first started using Clarity, I noticed immediately that the fragrance in my kitchen shifted like so dramatically because we had been using more traditional cleaners in our house i have two kids so i'm like you know there's a lot of mess a lot of the time and um, i've been really wanting to switch over to something more natural and although i was skeptical that it would work good on all of my little kids stuff the multi-use cleaning spray literally gets everything out and it smells amazing One of the coolest things that I found out was that by using Clarity's products, you can eliminate up to 220 pounds of plastic per year from every home in the United States. What? So sometimes it might feel overwhelming that we're, you know, leaving the planet in a worse place. And then other days when you find a company like Clarity, you're like, damn, feels good to clean my kitchen. Never in a million years thought I would say that, but it feels really good to clean my kitchen with this beautiful product that I know is making a lasting impact on the earth that we get to live on. So check it out. You can use code limitless at checkout. You can find their website down in the show notes. Just click the clarity.com website and use code limitless at checkout for a special discount from our friends who are sailing the seas and cleaning up plastic and changing all of our lives. If you get you some, make sure you tag me in it because I want to see you clean in that house. I swear it'll make it more fun and it'll smell good and it won't burn your nose and you'll be helping the ocean. So make sure you tag me tag clarity and let us know what you think about these amazing products. And now back to the show. So this is the question. This is the big question I had about the book. And this big launch, this big birth that you all are having right now, um, because a lot of our listeners are creatives, entrepreneurs, um, artists, healers, and are are creating things and putting things out into the world. And myself included, one of the things that I notice, um, and I was having this conversation with Colin Bedell from Queer Cosmos. Do you know him? Yes. Okay. He's amazing. Yes. And we, were, we were talking about this the other day. And so now it's like, now I'm like, okay, I want to find out everybody. I'm going to do a little research project. It's so <laughs> like everybody tells you how to create the thing and how to uh-huh. like build up to the thing. And then you launch, you know how to launch the thing. But nobody tells you what to do after. Because after you like put it out and you like let it go and it's like birthed into the world. It's like, then what? Um, and I feel like that is where – all of these things we just talked about, like setting intention, letting go of expectation, all that stuff just goes roop, and it just like comes right back up right in front of mm-hmm. your face. <laughs> like, <laughs> are people going to buy it? How many have we sold? You know, all of these things kind of want to surface and and whether we let them fully take over and we just like get riddled with anxiety and you're just like doing all of your your kriyas and you're just like, oh my God, just get me back grounded. <laughs> <laughs> So I was wondering in your experience of launching something so big where your heart and soul is poured into it, it's super vulnerable, it's like your whole self, like what does that feel like for you in like the post-birth, the post-experience of like, well,
2: what what's next? What now? Hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's about celebrating. Celebrating is a big one. So really being grounded and taking time mm-hmm. to celebrate and... Also, you know, my energy right now is in a place where I'm proactive, proactively always manifesting. And I think it's mm-hmm. almost like when you have a baby, like, you know, there's some people who, when they get pregnant and they're like only focusing on the pregnancy and focusing on the birth and you're just like fully consumed So there's nothing in your mind for nine months or however, however long before that you plan to get pregnant as far as, oh, what am I actually going to do when the baby comes? Or what is that first year going to look like? Or what are my parenting plans? Or what do I want for this child? Like, what, how do I want to raise them? How do I want to interact with them? Like, what are my plans for the future for them? And so I think like anything that you birth and especially for us, for this book, I mean, It feels like, yes, there's this launch and yes, there's this birth and yes, we celebrate it. But it's also more of a long-term game for me. Mm -hmm. And I think Tara would say the same. It's more of just continuing to share it and Mm -hmm. continuing to be creative with it. I mean, this this is never gonna go away. This is here forever in the world. So yes, hearing things like, all of the sales and all of that is so exciting. We were number one in new releases for yoga. You know, we're on all these podcasts and it's all of this exciting celebration energy. But I think with manifesting too, it's about have like having the energy of like, I've been here before. And you probably have heard that if you've studied manifesting, if you're always surprised or you're like, holy shit, like, ah, then your energy is not really grounded in mm-hmm. expecting it. And it's almost like if you're going to a dinner table or any sort of table and you didn't feel like you were supposed to be there, your energy would be like, oh my God, like I'm here at this table. There's all these cool people. Like, what do I say? And you almost like freak yeah. out and can't handle it. So, you know, that is a lot of the energy work that we do. And just my perspective is more, you know, act like you've been there, like show up with gratitude and celebration and yes, yes be really present with the magnitude of this is amazing. I never, you know, experienced what writing a book was. This is something new. This is beautiful. It has all of that. So there's not a lack of gratitude, but then there is this just energy of like, of course I wrote a book. And Mm -hmm. of course it's number one. And of course all these people are reading it. And of course we're Mm -hmm. excited to talk about it and share and, and we'll be sharing it all year and for who knows how much longer. So that's kind of walking through the way that my mind works with it, if that yeah. makes sense. Absolutely. In the way that I shared so it. So perfect. Yeah.
1: I love the way you shared yeah. that because there, until you get to that place of rem- – it's like a remembering. At least in my experience, I'm like all of the work that I do, all of the energy work, all of the healing, all of the stuff – in these moments where it feels like you're getting into this next place of maybe before you would have been really surprised. Like, do I deserve this? Is this for me? Like, who am I to have this, all of these things that that may come up naturally as a human and you Mm -hmm. start to become aware of it more quickly. And you're like, Oh no, you know, if that comes up, you're like, no, I'm so grateful. This was for me. This is made for me. I'm supposed to be here and stay in like a humble grounded space. Um, once you get to that place, it's like just remembering that, right? Yeah. That's that is brilliant. Perfect <laughs> advice. Thank you, Thank Britt. You.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta like vision it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That has to be a percentage of your energy is always visioning like after the baby comes and mm-hmm. after that thing. Like you're you're asking and you're creating, but then being being ahead of it too so that it's it's not that new. You know, mm-hmm. your energy is already there. Yeah.
1: Maybe even like continuing. You know, instead of it being like, okay, I, I finished this and now it's done. What's next? It's like you just keep extending it and just mm-hmm. keep expanding it and keep moving forward with it. Instead of like such a hard separation, like a hard stop. Like this is this thing. Put it in a box. Put it on the shelf. Like next like toy I'm creating in Santa's workshop. It's like <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep like, f- you know, expanding. And maybe that's shifting into the feminine. Maybe that's shifting more into that you know, softer, trusting, intuitive, you know, that birthing creation, you know, like sacral chakra stuff, like just keep on creating and birthing and, and bringing it up and not having to know exactly
0: what it is. Yeah. I think that it's like the creative energy in general, somebody who really identifies as a creator, which everyone is, um, but you know, the creative energy, the, the joy that actually is in the creative energy is through the process and it's mm-hmm. through the expression. And mm-hmm. so, you know, even the books that we've written, the courses we've done, you know, even the Instagram posts and kind of everything is a creative expression mm-hmm. of, of elevate the globe of myself and Britt. And it just, it's, it's like, you just never want to stop expressing really. So it is just this kind of constant continual thing. And within that you can manifest really specific big ass things, right? Like huge things. But Mm. then it's like, okay, wonderful. That was so, for me, the book was like such a cool process. Like, oh my God, like not that many people on this planet go through the process of writing an entire book. And I thought that was like really a special experience for myself to have. Mm. And I looked at it like that and it's like, you know there's all these other things we want to create and it's like that that's really it's just staying in that creative mode it's like once you become sort of even successful by you know major you know like if you would say you know the societal. mass majority societal you know it's like you're still like look at like Elon Musk he's still like just busy creating he just mm-hmm. likes to create and it's like that to me is is the energy of really what success is is like fully pulling that through constantly and having fun doing it mm-hmm. and fully expressing yourself because i feel like that's why we're all here mm-hmm. you know we all have something to share you know
1: yeah so and maybe even not getting attached to the to the outcome of mm-hmm. you know the completion of something and letting it just keep m- bringing momentum into whatever's coming next, like whatever exactly. the next creative project is. It's like the momentum that was created from that energy of like joy and excitement and celebration just keeps on filtering forward into the next thing. Exactly. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that we got that cleared up. Because <laughs> yes. I'm like, I
2: like how you described it with the boxes too. Yeah. You know, because it is just this more, it's not linear. Separate. It's, yeah, nothing separate. It's mm-hmm. all interchangeable, interacting, moving, fluid, Mm -hmm. flowing. And that is how you keep moving forward. Yes. Love that.
1: Okay. So I had a question about new beginnings since we're on this topic of birthing and creating and creative energy as we're coming into Aries season and beginning like this new cycle of the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. What are your your intentions, what are the seeds that you're planting? What are the things that you all are kind of, um, you know, putting in the ground to bloom for this next season, this next big, like thing that's going to happen. <laughs> this next big this, like next, this next big, this next big, this next big, you know, it feels to me, like I say that, like, it's like a something, but like this energy <laughs> burst, right? Like, I don't know about wow. you, but like coming, like f- flowing with the moon and being really connected with nature and the cosmos and 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 letting life just flow in that way like this next part this season we're moving into just really feels like this you know extra it feels like very momentum has a lot of momentum behind it Mm -hmm. so what um intentions are you planting what kind of seeds are you are you wanting to sow
2: for this next season Hmm. It feels like, yeah, I mean, we have the spring equinox coming, so it is big. And after this last period of time with so much change on the planet, Mm -hmm. I feel like just like you're saying momentous, it does have this quality and this texture of more meaning than other spring equinoxes Mm -hmm. and other Aries seasons. So I'm definitely feeling that. And for me, I'm really focusing on Still just doing a lot of cleansing of Mm. old parts of myself just this past year and really beyond just anything that is not really wanting to come forward with me on this next phase. So really putting a lot of focus there. And then as far as new seeds that I'm planting, I'm really looking to Just take everything to a new level of freedom. Again, my my big word. And what does that look like for me? For me, especially after not traveling for a while, it does look like more travel, deeper connections. That's one of my biggest thing that I'm calling in is deeper love. It's a more rich and more grounded with deeper roots type Mm -hmm. of frequency with myself Mm -hmm. and with those around me and having more boundaries, Mm -hmm. having (laughs) just more play. Yeah, I see play. And so right now it is a bit more general and it will come more into clarity over the next couple of weeks. But it is just a lot of play, a lot of fun, a lot more space, a lot more support and a lot more freedom. So we're going to be working with the universe and pulling it all in here and excited to see exactly, you know, the clarity that comes in around
0: it. Beautiful. What about you, Tara? Um. Let's see. I am. I am feeling all like pretty like bright and new and like bright eyed and just kind of like, okay, (laughs) I've seen some things recently where I'm like, there's a lot more, um, available and possible than I sometimes think and understand. And so I, I am feeling really a beautiful, like depth of, um, you know, i I really want to call and I'm, I don't even want to, I, I am calling in more, more connection with, you know, more friends and different kinds of people around the world and just kind of connecting that sort of connection I've lost really on, I've really lost that over the last few years. Just, I lost myself in kind of building Elevate the Globe, which I think a lot of people might understand when you have a creative project, you can just like lose yourself in it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily like healthy though. So I'm finding and really valuing a connection. I think because of also of corona, the, the COVID stuff, like I don't even, what's called that. Can you not say I know. COVID? In the very um, beginning,
1: I started calling it, you know, from like Harry Potter, I was calling it, it that shall not be named.
0: Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> let's, let's call it that. Okay. Let's just say like the, uh, 2020. So, you know, because of last stuff. year, 20. Okay. Yeah. So because of, you know, last year, 2020 stuff, you know, I feel like we all just understood deep more deeply the the human connection aspect. some people needed less, some people needed more, right mm-hmm. And I myself need more of that. So I'm also feeling very very much like a move is coming but I don't know exactly where um, kind of do, but it's not super clear. Um, so I feel like that, that's an intention a seed I'm planting is is an expanded version of home what home mm. looks like and maybe a unique version of what home looks like too. It doesn't have to be something I even can think of right now. Um, and definitely those, I think that's really the biggest thing is like the home and the connection for me, mm. like deep connection um, and deeper connection with myself too. Yeah. You know? Oh,
1: that's beautiful. It, it really does seem like having... So much time to reflect. It's been so introspective for yeah. everyone. We're just like, okay, we're just like with ourselves and all of ourselves, all of the parts of it, and really navigating like, what do we want life to look like? And as we've all experienced, like life can change very quickly. And it's like being really intentional and being really intuitive, like connecting inwardly, like you said, like having a deeper relationship with ourselves really helps to make those choices a lot easier. Like, okay, well, what does home look like? It can Mm -hmm. be whatever I want it to be. What do I want it to be right now? And, you know, like creating more freedom. What do I want that to look like right now? What can that, how can I be that right now, wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, instead of feeling like we're trapped and we're stuck. And like we were talking about earlier, like these expectations and having to get to somewhere to, you know, the destination happiness. Like I don't have to (laughs) get to freedom, like yes. I am freedom, yes. and like, what does that look like to be it right now? What is in the way of me actually being it right now?
2: Yeah, and that's how it always yeah. starts. Whenever we're manifesting anything, it always starts with the feeling. So, mm-hmm. you want deeper love or whatever it is that you want, and really like feel that. Mm-hmm. Yes. As deep as possible.
1: Yeah. Let it fill the cells. There's this song, my friend, um, her name's Bree. She spent a bunch of time in the Netherlands at this, like, Mm -hmm. she's very into plant medicine. Hi, Bree. Um, Mm -hmm. And she spent this time at this, like, mushroom hut. And they played this song called, Every little cell in my body is happy. Every little cell in my body is well. I'm so glad
2: anyway it kind of goes like that <laughs> my um and, uh, my uh kind of stepmom it's a it's a little complicated but she sent it to me for the girls and I'll play yeah. it for them and I feel like it's <laughs> yes. such a fun song for kids yes I play that for yeah. my my
1: six and eight year old all the time and sometimes randomly they'll just start singing it and I'm like <laughs> Yes. 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 Like just that, you know, it's exactly that. Like just reminding, like what does it mean to remind ourselves? It's reminding like the depths of ourselves, our cells, our soul, our DNA, everything that's moving and healing and regenerating and rearranging all the time. Like I am happy. I am joyful. I am abundant. I am, you know, whatever that is free. I'm at home whatever it is, just like reminding that deep place in ourselves. So if y'all are not familiar with that song, it's called every little cell in my body and it's fantastic. Thank you, Bri. Um, <laughs> Thank you. The Netherlands <laughs> for sharing that with us. Okay. So I'm going to pop into this last part and we're going to have a little bit of fun. Um, I'm going to ask you like either a yes or no, or like a this or that question. And, okay. And you guys can both answer. Okay. Are you, Sunrise or sunset person. Mm. You can both answer individually. Sunrise, sunset. Ooh, a little bit both. Um, travel or stay home? Travel. Travel. Yeah, me okay. too. <laughs> okay, so you are at a dinner party and you get to invite three people, dead or alive, or oh. mythical. Who
2: are they? And why? Okay. Mine would be my mom who passed away about five years ago. Then I would invite Mother Mary. That would be cool. And (laughs) why don't we say Elon Musk? I'd like to talk Mm. to him. (laughs) We're Mm. mentioning him. Oh, that's
0: funny. I actually probably want Elon Musk there too. I would want Jesus because I just want to clear up some things. Yeah. He's at my (laughs) table too. (laughs) You know, like let's just chat about a few things. Um, and I, I think maybe, um, I'm trying the last one's difficult. Uh, there's so many cool like there,
2: goddesses and angels and archangels. I don't know.
0: I know. And um, I'm just, I'm like, this could be, it's like, this is like the one. Um, I'm thinking <laughs> we, we could say, um, I'm going to just say probably Gandhi. I, I want to so know good. some of the, I want to know some of the history. How did things really happen? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. those are some of the things I want to know
1: yeah there's this book that I've been reading for like three years because it's really hard Mm -hmm. um but it's called Tibetan our um gender identity in Tibetan Buddhism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you might be interested in that yeah it's it's a really really deep book it's kind of a long story about how I found it because I don't know if anyone knows about it Mm -hmm. um but yeah it goes into like the history of uh patriarchy and Mm -hmm. the like um wan Lin and yeah, all you know, all that, like back into like the divine feminine and how it got, yeah, yeah, i I
0: would probably say maybe like even um an Egyptian Pharaoh or somebody, mm-hmm. like even from those times, like, like what was it really like right? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yes, before we all got our hands on all the text and change. right, yeah, that we're kind of like
0: we're somewhat making mm-hmm. up a little bit, mm-hmm. but you know, anyway.
1: Are you a movie or show person?
0: Neither. No I would TV. watch a show over a movie. Yeah. He doesn't really watch it. You don't like it? I just don't movies. really. I
2: don't really watch movies or shows very much.
1: That's great. <laughs> probably very good you. I can't
2: you. pick a preference, I guess.
1: <laughs> Are you a dance or sit in the chair and watch? Dance, yeah, probably a dance. Walk or run? Run, walk. Favorite food?
0: Fruit. Um, favorite food, it just that's a hard one, you guys. I mean, honestly, probably a potato. A <laughs> it's <laughs> it's very, ver- it has so a much lot variety. Of variety, it's so it's happy, you know. <laughs>
2: I would say strawberry of my fruit.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, that sounds boring, a potato, but you know, it's like, it's classic. It's really classic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most nostalgic smell. My mom's we'll perfume. Back. My mom's mm-hmm. perfume from like when we were growing up.
2: Mm-hmm. And mine is raspberries and it's like specifically from my grandmother's house in Canada. And she had a garden with all these raised garden boxes and all of these berries and fruit. And it was just the best tasting raspberries. And every single time I smell a raspberry, I'm taken back to those summers and that backyard and that feeling. It's really, really strong. Mm
1: got a good thing going with the fruit over there (laughs) (laughs) all about the fruit all about the fruit ocean or mountains
2: ocean ocean cook or clean
0: cook yeah cook
1: (laughs) okay and then the last one in one word what is your intention for 2021 Mm.
2: The quantum leap. Mm. Risk. Mm. <laughs> Take risks. Mm, Big moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good
1: one. Mm-hmm. Love that. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much, Britt and Tara from Elevate the Globe, for hanging out with us today. It's lovely
2: having you.
0: Thank, thank you so you. much. And- I
1: love
2: your last questions and all your questions and it was so fun
1: yeah we'll put all the ways they can connect with you get the book good morning intentions and see all of your offerings down in the show notes so make sure you check it out y'all are amazing thank you so much enjoy the rest of your day